Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as Bruce Jenner, recently announced that he is running for the governor of California. As TMZ interviewed him, he said some things that kind of set the internet ablaze about trans men playing in women's sports. We're going to delve into that. And then we're going to delve into some framework that Ben Shapiro set in a recent interview with Jordan Peterson. And it sort of has to do with how Marvel Comics try to make a caricature of Jordan Peterson as the Red Skull. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes. You are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. So we got a quick episode for you guys today, but uh, it's interesting to... uh, cultural figures um saying some interesting things as of late and so we want to break that down for you first we're going to delve into the whole caitlin jenner formerly known as bruce jenner and his announcement to run for governor of california now as i just phrased that i said caitlin jenner formerly known as bruce jenner and his announcement there's people that would be offended by me saying that but i don't particularly partake in the pronoun game not only that i don't know what caitlin jenner's preferred pronouns are yeah and that's that's where we get like all muddled because like imagine right now a journalist trying to write an article and i'm so fucking caught up in like well what the fuck does dude refer to himself as that i gotta spend time Rather than spending time doing good uh, journalism, I got to figure the f- like what the fuck his pronouns are. Not to mention, I've heard that he or she is into women. So then if he's a she, that means, does that mean that he's a lesbian or she's a lesbian? I Right. If Do you, it, see, it, you see how confusing you just in got? In a world where Caitlyn Jenner's pronouns are he or are she, her, then, and she, and she identifies <laughs> you see it's like and, a word. and she identifies as a woman well then in in some sort of weird way lesbian. he is a lesbian or he's a straight man right i i have no idea what's yeah. going on here and um we're spending all these yeah. time all this time doing this mental hula hoop yeah. that like the show is over see you guys next week <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in no. Um, but, yeah. So Caitlyn, basically, right, like, is a I, Republican. I could rock with calling Kate, Caitlyn, Caitlyn. I could rock yeah. with calling Bruce Caitlyn because people could change their names. Names change. Yeah. You know, uh, there's maiden names, and then it goes to the married name. All of that. But this whole gender stuff—that's like a whole different ballpark. Yeah. But for the sake of argument and for the sake of the episode, I will. 
probably refer to him as he. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It might slip. I might say Zim. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> we just don't know. But uh, but in that, um, you were saying in pre-production that you read somewhere that it's as a Republican. Yeah. Interesting. As a Republican. So so actually, the transgender community and the left are having kind of a hard time attacking Caitlyn because they're like, oh, well, fuck this motherfucker because he's a Republican or she's a Republican. So it's like... But, but you know, one thing that I, I think is a cultural landmark with Trump, and I feel like I was very... Um, aware of this transition happening is Trump really made it where he really opened the door for gay people to like rock with Republicans. If you noticed, because Trump won, he was the first Republican in I don't know how long, probably ever really that didn't have anything to say about gay people is all oh, like, yeah, I never cared. And that was one of the things that I think you and I reiterated time and time again on the show is that Trump was very culturally liberal. Like he really didn't care what you did, even when it came you know, to abortion, let the states handle it and everything like that. So yeah. there were so many gay people out there that were okay with that, that Trump had a huge gay following. Yeah, there, There's a huge gay following for Trump and... Milo Yiannopoulos, I think, uh, uh, when he was more prevalent, he talked about it and he said that like Trump actually has a lot of attributes that gay people like. Like you know, he's very flamboyant and he's fabulous. <laughs> and, 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 but you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and like he has that, he kind of has that thing. And like, there's something about Trump where I don't know. He has like this persona of being like an everyday guy that like. He doesn't come off as very judgmental. No. He came off like, do you, man. Yeah. Do you. Because the, the, the worst thing you could say about him was, well, we, and we talked about it in previous episodes about the trans, uh, um, transgender ban. That was not a transgender ban. That's how it was marketed. It was just him saying, listen, you guys could be transgender already and you guys could be in the military. But if you're going to use the system to to start switching from male to female, uh, female to male, and then not serve your time in the military like everyone else, then there's going to be a ban on that particular thing, the process of that. Right. So either you're already transitioned or you're not, you know, but you're not going to use it for that. And so, and so the, the relevance of bringing that up is now because of that cultural shift, if you will, it opened the door for people like Caitlyn Jenner to be able to run as Republicans because before the Republicans and like the Christianity aspect Mm -hmm. of the Republicans was so strong that it was almost impossible for somebody gay or, or, or trans to run as a Republican just because of the cultural ramifications, even though maybe all of your policies were Republican policies, the cultural aspect made it hard. And if you think about it, that's more of the elite Republicans that are on that shit because the 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 um, grassroots Republicans like Trump they they didn't they don't have that and like the the Trump esque people that are coming out of the woodwork are not on that shit either. Yeah. And so, 
There's just common sense laws, though. Right. You could have when it comes to transgender people. And and, and that's where we get into this topic where TMZ uh, ran up on Caitlyn Jenner. And I don't know where he was off to, but he had his dog. He put the dog in the back seat. And then TMZ asks him, oh, so what is your stance on on, uh, transgender women uh, uh, playing in uh, biological women's sports? And he said... I don't agree with it. We have to protect biological women. And the TMZ guy trying to have his CNN moment was like, yeah, but is that right? If people, are, if, if somebody identifies as a woman, like, aren't you, uh, he said something along the lines of like, aren't you like belittling them? This is a thing though. And it's clown world. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, dude, are you really going hard for this shit? Not only that, but like now you're intertwining this leftist shit. Well, aren't you for women's empowerment? Because you know what's going to happen. All these transgender motherfuckers are going to come in and dominate women, which then make like m- men that were born as men and turned into female, basically like men now are ruling women's sports. Yeah, it's so wild. So I, how are you empowering women that way? I mean, why don't you just start a transgender league? Or if you're going to do the Olympics, do transgender versus transgender. Did you ever see the South Park episode about that? (laughs) Where the Macho Man was a character like... I don't know if it was Macho Man, but it was a character like Macho Man. Hilarious. And he went into women's sports and was dominating. Wasn't his name Jennifer? Something like that. I don't don't remember exactly. It's been a while since... Strongest woman! Yeah, Yeah, that shit was hilarious. But it was was funny because it's like... (laughs) I've seen videos. I've seen videos of like these big... Like... The size of us playing like l- bigger, lacrosse. Bigger than us. Yeah. And just fucking running over women. I was like, come on, dude. Or or did you see that MMA fight? And this it's so funny, dude. like when they when yeah. they have to stand on stage together <laughs> and like the women look like so like they look not defeated. only do they look defeated, but there's like a level of confusion. Like they have this look of like this isn't right. Like this is <laughs> you know it's 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 wild the that that mma fight i didn't watch it but i guess it was a trend um, a male to female transgender fighting versus a woman broke the fucking woman's face like literally like the what, what's this called the bone the the eye bone i forget what it's called there's a there's a name for it orbital, orbital, orbital bone. socket yeah broken like yeah that's that's gonna happen you know why because this person was born a boy and then hit that's puberty. a man. Yeah, in there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're saying this person was born a boy, like no, but but their like, logic is still like if you use their logic, boy, puberty, testosterone, turning into a female, because now you're taking shots, but you still have an edge, even if you took all them shots but, and but all that shit. But the thing is, we're talking about people that just simply identify. Like yeah, you don't even too. have to like have yeah. hormone therapy or anything like that. You could just be. Like me or you and be like, well, I identify as a woman. And that's it. That's all that's required. Yeah. And you know what? You're right. Because Zuby, the the, the the guy that, from England, he's a rapper and like a, like uh, I think he has a podcast, shows, writes books. Really smart dude. He broke the women's uh, deadlift record. Yeah. Remember? On some trolling shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I identify as a woman. So like, so now Zuby ha- holds the women's deadlift record. <laughs> I mean, come on. Anyone so reasonable. Empowering. Yeah, and when I tell women this shit, they're, they're like, yeah, that just makes no sense. 
like across the board. I haven't see. talked to many women that are cool with that. But ain't that ain't this what you always wanted? <laughs> <laughs> y'all fucking bitches wanted this, didn't y'all? No, I was like, no, but like, you know, it, it, there's no there's no competition. Um, the women's World Cup winning soccer team, the American soccer team, lost against 17 year old college kids in practice. The boys? Yeah, boys. They're boys, not even full grown men yet. They're like what? They're seventeen, going into to, to their man. They're seventeen, yeah. And they dominated the women, and these women are world champions, like the World Cup champions. So, I mean, that just goes to show you that there's no competition. Women will never beat men in sports. So, when Caitlyn says, "Yeah, that shit makes no fucking sense," and people are outraged about that shit, it's like, well. I want to know how many people really rock with this motherfucker, like in CNN. Like, are are people really rocking with it, what this guy's saying? Because I would, I would beg to differ. I would say, no. Most people probably think like that shit makes no sense. I agree with you a hundred percent, but I I feel like there's so many people that are just so cowardly that they won't speak about it. You know what I'm saying? That they won't they won't say no. You know what? I don't like. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be. Uh, outspoken about it like we are yeah. you know what i'm saying they're just gonna oh yeah whatever and just like let it go but that's the problem and that's how you get to this clown world we're in where you let it go you let it go you let it go and and we get there and i, I just find the whole thing a little bit ironic because caitlin jenner himself is a transsexual yeah. and it's kind of like well who would know better than the transsexual? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It, it, and and that's another thing. It's like you want to be so, oh well, we have to protect trans people and everything like that. But like you're, you're even, but look at how you're not even re, you're not regarding what the trans person is saying yeah, about it. Yeah. It, what a what a just a wacky wacky it, situation. Yeah, it's like the liberal white people, who are, who want to speak for black people. Right. And I was like, wait, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You know, you don't talk for anybody. You don't talk for Latinos. You talk for yourself as an individual, not even for your race, just as an individual. You don't need to talk for nobody. But these people get bold, you know? I've seen so many videos of, like, even the, the Black Lives Matter where, like, the white people are calling black officers coons. Like, Wild. You know, Uncle Tom, coon. Like, dude, how is anything that you're doing even remotely right? First of all, and then you think just because you're on their side, now you could just start saying the shit that... Yeah, yeah. the most racist shit. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, you're, so... you're racist. You're racist, and you're hiding, and these people are stupid because they're allowing it. Yeah. You know? And and so, to me, um, it goes to show that, that a lot of people have a lot of things to say, but then don't even let the people or the, the, the actual social group that they're talking about actually make their own decisions yeah, or have their own mob, It's mob mentality, which is a good segue into the next topic because in the recent interview between Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, uh, Ben Shapiro references how Marvel essentially did Red Skull as a caricature of Jordan Peterson in, you know, you taking Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life and I think the Red Skull comic version had 10 rules and it was like about very like in in individual individuality independence I think one of the Red Skull's rules is like something along the lines of like making your room or cleaning your room or making your bed some you know which 
yeah. goes along with what Jordan Peterson had. Yeah. And so in that interview where Ben Shapiro is talking about that and he's referencing that, he sets up some um, pretty interesting framework about why he believes that Jordan Peterson is attacked by the yeah. left and the mainstream media so often. And he says, this is his his theory on it. And I think he's pretty spot on with it. He's like, you know, the left right now, they need people. This is not verbatim, but this is, you know, along the lines of what he says. He's like, the left right now, they need people to believe in going against institutions. That's what they need. So they need people as a collective to think America is racist. Certain institutions are racist. They need people as a collective to think that America is oppressive. Certain institutions are oppressive. Yeah. So no matter what you do as an individual, it doesn't matter. You will be oppressed and you people will be racist against you and like you will be held back and held down. And so what Jordan Peterson does with his work and if and it's interesting cuz he says this this is what Jordan Peterson says and if you look back at the the first book that he did cuz he just came out with another one yeah. 12 more it's 12 more rules yeah. for life uh, it's like after chaos or whatever but you know the original book is 12 rules for life an antidote to chaos which is a great book one of my yeah. favorite books uh, the audio book is awesome. Like yeah. if any, I recommend the audio book, like, cause he actually narrates it. Yeah. And like, there's times where like you hear him get choked up and like the emotion and it's really, it's, it's a good experience. But anyway, in there, in there, it, if you remember how that book was done and like the framework of the book, it's, uh, there's moments of like motivation and inspiration that it's sort of like it's it, it's written and it's told in a way that you, I feel like you would get from like a superhero movie, like certain things. He's yeah. like, like he would be like the wise monk or the, like the wise Yoda esque character. That's like telling you something. And it's like, at first you, it may not resonate with you or it might rub you the wrong way. But yeah. when you kind of see why it is what it is and then it clicks and it's like, damn, like now because of this, look what I can accomplish. Which he talks about that also, like in the time that he was touring for the first book. Remember me, you and yeah. Big Vince went when he came to Chicago, which yeah. it was was epic. Yeah. But he talks about all these people that he's met and like all the people that have been able to jettison like so much pain and angst because they read his book and was like, man, it's like I have like the like the wisdom and the tools that I need to yeah. go forward and 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 to be better. And so Ben Shapiro's approach to all of that is like you scare the fuck out of the left yeah. because it's not so much that that Jordan Peterson himself is right or left or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not so much that. It's just that the left and 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 the institutions and the powers that be and the people that that rock with the agenda that the left is on they need people to think as a collective. Yeah. And Jordan Peterson's work is more so about well thinking as an individual and independently. What can you do to be a better you? Right. Which which is great because like I feel that's why so many people resonated with him during this time, you know? Because I feel what you're saying is true. People are 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 
being kind of pulled into this whole mob mentality, be part of the collective. And, well, no. I, yeah, the, the, obviously, there's going to be institutions that, that, that uh, abuse their power. Well, I'm not here to be naive on that side either. But what right. I am here to say is that what better way to combat that when a community of individuals, individuals, make a difference without having to change who they are or you know what i mean exactly and like and what you said is is very accurate it's not about being naive to the corruption or or the the malice that might be present in certain institutions it's not about that it's not about being naive about that because i'm sure there have been many instances and occurrences that you and I have experienced, you know, racism or, you know, if you want to say, quote unquote, like people or institutions attempting to oppress or or whatever. I mean, but we have plenty of those stories. But as individuals constantly wanting to better ourselves, how much did those things really affect or hold us back? And that's the key. Yeah. Perfect example. The government, with so many restrictions during, during, uh, like right after the recession, they slowed us down. Right now, we could be like, oh, well, they slowed us down. And I give up. Yeah. That uh, fucking president, he got in the way and the policies, and like, yeah. I would have been something, but that's. Uh, We're going to march. And it's like, well, yeah, okay. You, you could do that. Or. You could look at it like a math problem. Oh, I hit a roadblock. I still I, I still need to get through. This is a roadblock, but there's still 10, 20 things I could do to prepare for when the opportunity opens up. Right. What did we do? We that's what we did. We we waited and we played the game right. Like, okay, listen. You're going to get anything that you do, you're going to be slowed down. Anything. Anything that's worth having is going to give you some amount of pain, you know? I, I still remember the, 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 what is the State of the Union by, by uh, Coach uh, Red Pill when he said that failing, like your business failing, it feels like a child dying. Like, I can only imagine because you put so much into it. And and, and things that, that like, it, it is like having a kid because you have this passion that, that it, it transcends like your own best interest sometimes it's a trend because it's more about like what you can do for others as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like that's why Jordan Peterson, if you've noticed every time he gets emotional, it's always when he's been able to reach people. Yeah. Like that's when it's like, I can, I, I can tell because if it's, it gives you goosebumps, it makes you feel like, wow, I can, I can make people or I can help people be better. Like I made a difference in someone's life. That's, that's pretty key. Like that's that's a pretty fulfilling life. That's a pretty fulfilling goal. That's part of like that's what you you'll make money off of a book. Yeah, he made I bet you lots of money from that book, but like what matters is like the people that read it and what they got from it. You know what I mean? And so a lot a lot of the times it's like if it's worth it, you're going to find a way through and as an individual, you're going to have to just get better and more efficient and, and prepare. And, and, and anybody, anybody could sit here and they could say, uh, the bank got in the way, the, this institution got in the way, that got in the way, life got in the way, 
my friends got in the way. But but when you start taking ownership of your life and making decisions that that put you in a better position as an individual, it's a little different. And like you said, it makes people who rely on you wanting to blame others from reeling you in because they're like, fuck, I can't reel them in because like, yeah. this guy's strong. And then they get upset when they can't reel you in. Like Caitlyn Jenner. And then <laughs> and and then that's when you get hit with, uh, oh, you're Uncle Tom or you're, or you're, you know, you're, you have internalized misogyny or internalized racism. Like all of this like mental gymnastics that they come up with other than, well, maybe if you bettered yourself you would no longer think the way that you think. Yeah. Not only that, you would start to yield some positive results as well. Yeah. And it goes to show like the well, that, that little quote that people use, talk is cheap. Yeah, talk is very cheap. You could blame anybody. You could say this, you could say that. That's real cheap. Like, why don't you use that same energy to actually build something and sacrifice a little and feel it a little and and then you you might understand why certain people are where they're at. You know what I mean? Because even growing up, uh, listening to Jay Z, there was always a certain crowds that oh fuck Jay Z, because he made it, because he's making moves. No, no, don't say fuck Jay Z. You might not like him, but he was a rapper. No one told him to get in the clothing business. He's like oh I want to I want clothing business. All right, cool. I want shoes. I want to make some the Carter, the S Carters, or the, whatever the hell they were called. I, I want to get in the music streaming business. I want to sell alcohol. No one put a gun to his head. He's like, well, let me, let me branch out and get into these different fields because music is nice and it's cool, but like, I need to challenge myself. Yeah. And and I that that to me is like the most fulfilling part is a challenge, and and then like the you know. The, the people you meet along the way, the challenge, and then the the difference you do make, you know, because you do make a difference, especially especially when when you're changing things, like when when you change things for the better, um, and you can only do that if you put the time to build, you know, and 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 what what's kind of different now is masculinity is always in under constant attack. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do that. Even the Me Too movement. Oh, you can't. Like, it gets to the point where how do you even go on a date without you being rapey. blamed? Yeah, <laughs> ra rapey. Exactly. Like, so so it's got it's like masculinity is kind of having this crisis, and here comes a guy who's like, listen, this is how you do things. This is how you take ownership. This is, and 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 a lot of a lot of people were saying, oh well, that's. You're you're a because they they kind of yeah misogynist and you believe in hierarchies and it's like what are you talking about? I mean about? yeah this dude is like they 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 put all these like heinous ass titles on him misogynist Nazi <laughs> uh, uh, you know he believes in hierarchies like all of this stuff and it's just like listen man like I'm telling you the way the world works and I'm telling young men that are struggling how they can possibly maneuver through that. And it's interesting because in that interview, there's a part where he gets a little bit agitated, not with Ben Shapiro, but he talks, he, he recounts how, you know, I guess somebody or in some article says, oh yeah, he's trying to like help 
like the misguided youth, the men, and then and like he's like, yeah, like what, like what would you have me do with them? It's like you're you're mad that I'm trying to help, you know, <laughs> and and that's sort of one of those things that, you know, these uh, certain journalists in mainstream media they get so bold and arrogant that they start to take their mask off a little bit and show yeah. their agenda, and, and it's kind of interesting. But never forget, though, and, and I always, this is what I love about, especially people who, who, I mean, he he's not necessarily political, but he's always being pitted as a, as a right-winger. But how come they are the ones who are open to talking to anybody? Ask me any question. Oh, what do you think about, uh, like, like I remember one time they asked him about, um, uh, what is it, uh, Toxic masculinity. He's like, oh, I, I'm willing to have that conversation. But in order to have that conversation, that means that there has to be toxic femininity. And from there, it's like a like a now, graph. Like now a, we have a, a spectrum. Yeah, we have a spectrum and we can see like, well, what would be toxic about masculinity that maybe men should pay attention to? And what, what would be toxic in femininity? Like, uh, what are the toxic things that can happen in femininity that, that women might have to pay attention to? And maybe we can go into a happy median. And, like, the girl was like, yeah, she had nothing. Because because that's the thing about right-leaning pundits is, m in most cases, it's the facts, reason, and logic that guide the philosophy that guide the argument, yeah. that guide the agenda, if there is one, you know, and that's and and that's what you that's what you have. The other side, again, and it ties into what we're talking about. They pretty much go off of emotion, raw emotion, and like mob mentality, because yeah. that's really the only way that like mobs really work. Unless like, you're talking about like a coordinated army or like a coordinated team. When you have a mob of people, it's really just like raw emotion that's driving them. It's it's rarely ever something logical that's driving, you know, the yeah. way that they operate. And so when you get an interviewer like that, that's not willing to have that discussion or that argument the way that Jordan Peterson is, it's because they know the smart ones know they'll be exposed. The yeah. dumb ones, they're just because it's the emotion. They're just they're just stupid. Yeah. But the smart ones, they know. Well, like I'll get exposed here. Yeah. That's why, like, there have been many people that I've been willing to have debates with or had like a semi debate, and like they back out and and cower out of it, and they, because they know, like, they yeah. they they're looking at least two steps ahead. Is like, yeah, I'm gonna get destroyed. Like. On front street, so let me just back out now. Oh, and then what? How do they do it with the veil of, oh, well, you're you're a Nazi, so I'm not even gonna. I don't talk to Nazis like that type of shit. You know, it's like, well, okay, no, I'm not, bitch. But like, <laughs> what do you like? You you you're not even willing to do this because you know you can't, and yeah. and that's kind of how it always ends up happening. But uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.